0: All right. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the What Suits You podcast. This is season one, episode seven and a half. We yeah. recorded episode seven, but it only got half the recording. Um, so we're going to try again-ish. My name's John Souter.
1: And I'm his daughter, Madison.
0: And we are happy to be with you. Uh, it's post Thanksgiving here in America. And uh, boy, is there a lot happening, Maddie?
1: I know there's so much happening. I've never had a more busy Thanksgiving time in terms of sports, and I couldn't be happier.
0: <laughs> I mean, the weekend before Thanksgiving, we had the final F1 race yep. of the year. Yep. Then we the the World Cup started that. Same day or the next day? That same Same Sunday? day. Same yeah. day. And then Monday, too. So, I mean, it's been nonstop. Three football games on Thanksgiving. There's college ball going on. There's just a lot going on in the world. And of course, as sports intersects with the world of politics and celebrity gossip, it's been an amazing couple of weeks.
1: It has. It's been delightful.
0: Yes. Well, let's start off by, um, finalizing our comments on the 2022 formula one season, your boy, max max won. He clearly won. It looked like, uh, Mercedes were improving on red bull towards the end of the season. Do you concur?
1: Yeah. Mercedes were definitely improving. They were getting better. I think it was an up and up. Um, but they just didn't have it. I mean, it's the first season. Lewis Hamilton didn't win a race. So that's tough for Mercedes, probably tough for Lewis, but uh, everybody's happy to see their car go. So I guess good for them that the season's over, but yeah, it was a, it was an interesting season, especially, you know, just a lot happened. A lot happened. You kind of had to be there.
0: I mean, you got to think that uh, Max won 15 races. Is that right? Yep. 15, 15 races, which is absolutely amazing. And um, I mean, Red Bull has just got it going on.
1: Literally, if they are the dream team right now,
0: they are the dream team
1: and they are my dream team because they signed Daniel Ricciardo as their third driver.
0: Now, let's talk about that a little bit. What does it mean to be a third driver?
1: It means basically um, if one of the drivers is sick or injured, you'll fill in. And for them and maybe you'll do some some free practices like two free practices or historically red bull's third driver shout out to alex albon uh recreates crashes oh to see where they do where they could have done better but i don't know danny's kind of higher high caliber so uh, i don't i I don't know what he's gonna do i he's gonna hang
0: out he made a bet to go to um mclaren from mercedes right i no, mean he, uh, from red bull
1: he went red bull renault mclaren back to ah, back to red bull and back he, to red bull you know what he's home
0: yeah he's home okay well good for danny rick it's nice uh nice that he's got a ride or a quasi ride at least yeah and all the other rides are now settled right yep correct excellent any surprises yeah. in that um in the stables for you
1: Probably that Nico Hulkenberg came back.
0: For he's Haas, old. right? For
1: Haas, he's like, yeah. he's kind of old. Yeah. But and he took Mick Schumacher's seat. I I I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know what. I just don't know about that. Mick Schumacher was financially an ex a, a cost and a thorn in Haas's side because he yeah. did crash a lot. But I I don't know about Nico Hulkenberg. He and Kevin Magnuson had some beef back in the day where he. Oh, they did where K-Mag K- has one of the best quotes of all time. I don't think it's PG, so I don't know if I can say it. Um, well,
0: we can bleep it out.
1: Yes. He, he basically told uh, Hulkenberg Hul- after a race that they, where they crashed, Hulkenberg was like, nice going. And K-Mag goes, you can...
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Go for K mag, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what about Schumacher? Do we know where he's going to ride or drive next year or is he um,
1: not? Right now he doesn't have anything. Mercedes is talking about having him as their third, like their backup reserve driver, like Danny. Cause yep. you know, Michael Schumacher did finish his career out at Mercedes. So you got to give him that. Um, but we'll see
0: where that goes. It's just is interesting. He a, is he a fan draw at all because of his name?
1: yeah i definitely definitely he's like the ultimate nepotism baby in formula one you know
0: (laughs) so even if he did sign for mercedes they could sell merch of him yeah the whole nine yards yeah yeah exactly well we'll see
1: yeah we'll see about that Mm. and then we have logan Sargent, of course american on the grid that was exactly
0: that's going to be exciting (laughs) usa usa and he got his uh driver's license right yeah he got a super license so that's a big (laughs) deal yeah. Excellent. Well, that'll uh, be fun next year. So we have an American team. We have an American driver. Uh, we've got a returning champ. We've got a seven time world champ, right? Seven times Lewis. All. We got yep. it all. So when, um, when do we need to get fired up about Formula One again? <laughs> February, March?
1: Well, uh, testing in barcelona's in late february 1st formula one race is my birthday weekend shout out to bahrain we will i will not see you in bahrain i will see you on the tv but yep that the race is the sunday march 5th and qualifying's march 4th
0: nice excellent yeah excellent All right. Well, uh, moving from one international sport to the next, the World Cup has started, and we are through two games in uh, the qualifying stages. Yep, yeah. two out of three. Two out of three. We have exactly every, every group has one more game left. So obviously, we're rooting for the Americans. Yep. Yeah. Now, I think the uh, it, it, we should at least spend some time on the first two American games. Yeah, so, we got to talk it. We got to talk it out. So, A, the very first game, um, oh, boy, that was a debilitating draw, was it not?
1: Yeah, it was unreal. I think it was, wasn't it a loss? No. No, they drew?
0: They drew. They've drawn twice. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, yeah, because it was Tim and then it was um, Gareth Bale. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, that was debilitating. Um, Right at the end, Walker Zimmerman, not a great great challenge play. in the penalty area challenge in the penalty area yeah and but you know gareth bale he comes through when you need him the most and yeah that yeah that was really tough i think it's hard to start off the world cup on a draw especially since it's such a young team um we have the so youngest
0: team in the world cup
1: yep we have so many great talents and i think that was probably a bit demoralizing however the draw against england that was See, good
0: I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a really entertaining match. I thought that America had many more chances than England did. And uh, and yet I'm reading some critics saying, you know, it wasn't good enough. That's not the type of football we play. Yada, yada. I'm like, which game were you watching? Yeah. Because I loved it. I thought it was fast paced up and down. It was great.
1: It was engaging and the boys were doing
0: well. It wasn't like they were
1: like Tyler Adams, my God. He was He's everywhere. A He's a beast. He's, He's He was everywhere. I, I need to see the heat map from that game because he must have covered every square inch of that pitch.
0: I think he, you're right.
1: He was putting in what it means to be captain of this team. He is yep. a great, great choice for captain. He's just so, like, he knows what he has to do. He's young, but he commands the respect of the older players mm-hmm. and of his teammates who are around his same age, and he delivers on the pitch.
0: I agree. And um, I I just think the whole team is coming of age. And I think it's really cool to see Americans compete at that Mm -hmm. level on the international stage. I mean, Adams, Aronson, Pulisic, Timmy Ream has had a great world cup. Um, He's like 35. They're calling him the grandpa. I love that. Right. Weah. I mean, you name it. I love the fact his dad was there too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We dad. Talk about politics and sports. Yeah. That's the president of Liberia son right playing there. for the U.S. men's national team you and scoring it. our goal. Shout out to Tim. You
0: got it. Yeah. Well, it was great, and uh, looks like the American fans are showing up en masse as well. So I'm psyched about that. Yep. The big game tomorrow against Iran. We're just gonna have to see. There's a lot at stake there.
1: Oh, it, it's getting feisty. I mean, it. This today has been a crazy day in the media for that match. Yeah. Especially. First of all, the United States posted the group stage photo and it didn't. It wasn't the updated Iranian flag. It was like the old just white, red, and green. And they then-
0: No, no, no. They scrubbed-
1: Yeah, they scrubbed the flag.
0: This flag. They scrubbed the um, the, the symbolic uh, piece in the middle that symbolizes the Iranian revolution from the flag. Yeah. And yeah. USA Soccer did. It wasn't the United States Nens National. Uh, men's national team but it was usa soccer for sure yep.
1: so that was outrage that was an outrage then Iran, iran i'm sorry iran was, sort of went through F- fifa they might get be getting fined we don't know yet yeah then, just talk about a press conference that is a nightmare scenario if you are at, like i don't even know what that press conference was um tyler adams Gets asked by an uh, I, I, Iranian journalist um, whether or not he feels like he can actually play for a country that has so much discrimination. But first and foremost, comments that he like Tyler Adams had been saying "Iran" instead of "Iran" the whole press conference. Tyler Adams ah. is like, "For oh, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't, I didn't realize he was that.
0: mispronouncing the country's name." Yeah. Yeah. Iran versus Iran.
1: Yep. Yeah. And he I mean he has I I don't know who PR trained Tyler Adams. Maybe it's just Tyler Adams himself who's just yeah. crushes the media but he nailed the response. He was like first and foremost, I'm sorry and you know like I I feel f- like fine representing the United States because we're making progress, you know, we're learning yeah. from our actions and we're be- we're trying to become a better group of people or like nation every day there's progress being made and it's all about learning and today i learned that i mispronounced name but and i'm sorry and i was like okay
0: yeah well then the reporter asked um uh, greg 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 (laughs) (laughs) boldheart about the the usa ship off the iranian coast can he get it moved i mean I think they're trying to do a really good job of not playing politics, but on the other hand, these questions are ridiculous
1: it's like I mean it they were it was unreal it was yeah. a crazy press conference
0: and the Iranian and, coach he's a feisty guy, yeah, he doesn't want any part of it, don't, don't no yeah he's like, please, God just let's play soccer yeah yeah it's a it's a
1: it was a crazy media day for the match, so it's yeah. going to be good tomorrow I Will not. I will not be watching it at my place of employment.
0: Good for you, Maddie. And I will not be watching it either. Yes.
1: And but you know we're looking forward for tomorrow. It's going yep. It's a win or lose situation.
0: Yep. Yeah. Win, go through. Lose, anything else go, go, home. go home. Yep. yep. Nice. All right. So, what are we thinking about uh, the favorites here? Who do you who do you like as your top two?
1: Oh, that's tough. Top two. I'm the United States. I think maybe we can pull. That is my Hail Mary. That is my Miracle on Ice. Yeah. I'm rooting for Miracle on Ice Soccer Edition. Um, I but they're would, not
0: the favorite in the tournament, right? No. Who do you think is going to win the tournament?
1: I. I don't know. It's been hard. Let me look at the group standings. I've just watched a lot of soccer. I don't know. It's maybe Spain is looking good. Argentina is looking good. Portugal is looking good. So the
0: traditional powers.
1: Yeah. The traditional powers I feel are doing well, kind of like out of the left hand, like an under, an, uh, yeah. Japan I think is my sneaky wild card.
0: Yeah, well, they got a win to get in because they lost.
1: That's true. Brazil is also looking good. So the traditional big, what would that be?
0: Big. I, don't know. I would say. Five? Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, Germany's a traditional power. You know, yeah. they got a loss. So bottom. they could still sneak through. at the
1: bottom of their group.
0: Yeah. I mean, they can still sneak through. Yeah. But, um, but they could also be out as of this week. So it's going to be really interesting to see how these big, bad teams do. I mean, Portugal's 2-0, but, you know, they haven't been convincing as far as I'm concerned. No. I think England's played better soccer than Portugal has. I agree. And then you look at a team like Brazil, you know, they're who knows who they're going to play in game number three. They don't have to play anybody because they're already yeah. through. But um, I think Neymar is critical to their fortunes. And did you see his ankle? It's
1: swollen as all get out.
0: I mean, he was not oh. joking. That thing no. was rude.
1: He got, he got absolutely attacked in the yeah.
0: Serby, by the Serbs. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, you got the favorites. Now who are the minnows?
1: My minnows. I, I don't know. I I hate to, I don't know if I would say England's a minnow, but maybe them, it depends if Gareth Southgate, Southgate ooh, figures out the lineup. I mean, he yeah. has a lot of good talent on the bench. Maybe, I don't know. I I watched the um, Ghana's game today. They were just outstanding against South Korea. So that was exciting to see. He's
0: going home, it looks like. I mean, he still has a chance to get through, but it looks like he's going home. Canada's going home. Yep. Right? Uh, Yeah. I I think if I were to pick a minnow to go through, I am going to have to choose um, Morocco. Yep. That big win against Belgium.
1: And Huge. here's the
0: thing. I mean, not only are they above them on points now, but there's a, a goal differential of three. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to be really key. Um, I mean, you know, like Costa Rica's on three points. They could go through Australia's on three points. They have a shot at going through just because Denmark would, and Tunisia aren't
1: not doing make well. it happen. I would love to see Australia go through.
0: I mean, and that, Saudis on three points. Yeah, it's can you can you root for Lewandowski in Poland? I know (laughs) that's a tough group because Mexico's in that group as well. And just for the love of soccer in the United States, I'd like to see Mexico. Me too.
1: I need Mexico to go through. Canada's out. I can't have two North American teams crap in the bed before they get through. I agree. I think that Ecuador Senegal game tomorrow is at ten is. My time is going to be a hummer of a show.
0: Yeah, that's a big game. Senegal yeah. needs a win. Yep. And they win and they go through. Yep. And then you got Nether the Netherlands versus Qatar. I mean, the Netherlands are going, through. going through. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, that's a uh, it's a compelling tournament. I've really enjoyed watching it, and I think the fan support has been amazing as well. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I have to think that Doha and Qatar are getting pretty favorable reviews. I'll have to ask my people who are over there when they come home what they think. Yeah,
1: of. we got to see that. We got to get the inside scoop. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I think it's time. We're going to move off of uh, World Cup soccer, move off uh, European football in general, and, and let's head to the old, good old USA. Maddie, as people know, I live in Colorado. <laughs> And the Denver Broncos and the Colorado Buffaloes are just plain awful. Absolutely Uh, awful. I was listening to sports talk radio today. The Broncos have been awful for six years. Yep. They have scored five fewer points per game this year than they have in the past two years. 25% drop. They're averaging under 15 points per game. And they just spent $245 million on a quarterback who's a former MVP Super Bowl winner. And they just can't get it going on offense. And it's gotten to the point now where the criticism started with the coach. Yep. Then it went to the quarterback, Russell Wilson. And now it's on the general manager, George Payton. For putting together a team that can't perform. So it's going to be, and, and of course, um, you know, the Walton's just bought it for $4.6 billion. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens out here in Bronco land, because it is a train wreck.
1: It's a train wreck. I, every week, every weekend I log on to Twitter at Sunday night or Monday morning, or whenever the Broncos are playing and it's a bunch of Broncos memes. And then it's the Broncos players literally fighting each other on the sidelines, screaming yeah. at each other to do better. i I remember this summer when we were in Colorado, the coach was doing where like the low-key practice, what was it? Yes. It was like two days on, three days off.
0: Yeah, or, or something like that. So that he's going to save the players for later in the season. So they'll be fresher. Yeah, yeah. well, they're three and eight. So there's no so, later in the season.
1: And it doesn't seem to work out. I, it's just, no. I don't know what it's you amazing. do. I don't know what you do in this scenario. You yep. have to, you need, you should have been at the drawing board eight weeks ago like
0: well I'm telling you there is some exciting news out here in Colorado football and that is that the Colorado Buffaloes have offered their head coaching job to Deion Sanders and he confirmed the offer yeah now, the question is will coach prime take it uh, which we don't know we don't uh, know and what's interesting is They're also trying to Colorado has one of the most stringent transfer credit rules in the country. It makes it very, very difficult for them to accept students from other schools because not all the credits transfer, but if coach prime comes, it's likely that his two sons will come with him and they're going to want to transfer from Jackson state. And they're going to want those credits to stick. So I'm thinking prime is just, you know, grooving the whole situation so that not only will he get the job, but his sons will come in as well. He's 22 and two over the last two years in Jackson state.
1: It's a remarkable record for Jackson State. First of all, Deion Sanders is an icon. He can clearly coach a collegiate football team. It would be yep. a brilliant move to get him in Boulder. I would love to see him interact with Ralphie.
0: He He's instant stardom here in Colorado, yep. and he will attract players that Colorado currently struggles to recruit. Yeah. Uh, And so it'll be really, really interesting to see how that works out. I was hoping to hear more about it this week, but I have a feeling it's going to be on the lowdown for quite some time.
1: Yeah. And I think that transfer, that transfer credit, that's going to be the make or break point, especially because I know he will want his sons to come. Oh yeah. And so if they're, I don't, I feel like if they're not coming, he's not going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right.
1: That will be one to watch. Maybe it will encourage Colorado to, Look at their transfer credit situation.
0: Well, I think they're going to reevaluate. Do it. I think they're going to do it as part of the hire. Yep. Big Prime's basically said look, if you want this program to be competitive, then you got to redo your transfer credit situation because we can't recruit people from other schools. And the new transfer rules in college sports are basically an, an athlete can now leave a school one year and start at another school the next year. Uh, and all you have to do is look at Bo Nix in Oregon. He went from Auburn to Oregon. You can look at yep. uh, Caleb Williams, who's a quarterback at USC, transferred from Oklahoma. You look at uh, Spencer Rattler. Um, he's now, I believe, at South Carolina um, and uh, was previously at, gosh, I want to also say Oklahoma or Texas. can't remember which one. He's actually very close to being older than Joe Burrow. Uh, because <laughs> you got that COVID year in college, you know, it's, uh, that's amazing. A great... so, it'll I be love... interesting to see how that whole, how that whole thing, uh, shakes out with regard to not just the transfer, but also coach prime, because it'll put Colorado on the map again.
1: Yeah. It needs to happen. Yeah. We're a laughingstock. We are. It's time to do better.
0: Well, in those sports, on the other hand, out here in Colorado, sticking yep. with the Colorado theme, uh, the avalanche are playing good hockey and yep. the nuggets are playing good basketball. So yep. with the two-time MVP on the, on the court for the Nuggets and the reigning Stanley Cup champion, Avs, who are missing some of their biggest best players play and best players, um, it's, that's an awful lot of fun. They're gaining more and more traction on local sports talk radio uh, as the Broncos dissolve into oblivion.
1: <laughs> I just I love the way the Avs play, play hockey, though. It's, just, it's, it's special. It's special to watch them play, and I, I like them a lot.
0: Yeah. They're um, they just skate the hell out of the puck. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. They skate the hell out of it. It's tough for teams to keep up even where they're, you know, when they're third and fourth lines are, are doing a lot of yeah. work. Now.
1: Just distance so. distance people.
0: Hey, keeping on that, uh, on that hockey note, how about the Bruins?
1: Bruins are also crushing it. They're 17 and two, three, three. 17 and
0: two. 12 and 0 at home.
1: 12 and 0 at home. That's a good statistics. Oh, mm-hmm. good statistic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Uh, they haven't really made much of a change to their team. I'm curious to see. I don't think they've added anyone new (laughs) in the past, anyone of note in the past, like four years. So I'm
0: interested. Well, they have added the big defenseman who's got the best first name in hockey, Hampus Lindholm. They bought him last year at the trade deadline. That's
1: true. They brought Hampus, um, yeah. so that's their big signing. But and I'm, then they
0: have another defenseman, Linus Olmark, Olmark, who might be the second best name in hockey. But Hampus <laughs> right now is the best name in hockey.
1: Hampus Hampus has done well at the, for the team. I'm interested. You know, I just find the Bruins a fascinating case study of the sort. Some years they're, they don't. They add what one or two new notable yep. people a year. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So we'll see if it carries through.
0: Well, they got a new coach. Yep. Yeah. Jim Montgomery, who um, was formerly the coach of the Dallas Stars, and got in got into a little got into a little trouble down there in Dallas. Had to go out and reevaluate his life, but he was formerly the coach at DU out here in Denver. Oh yeah, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, he played his hockey at Maine. Oh, that's good to know. I think I'll just double check that. I was looking him up the other night just because I find him to be um, quite a compelling person as well. Let's say Jim Mont. My hands has to work. He's a, yeah, he's from O Canada, but oh, yeah. I believe he played for Maine. He did. He played for Maine. Yep. That's good. And he won an NCAA championship with him in 93.
1: Yeah, so yep. he's, he's, a, he's a good person to do a deep dive in.
0: Yeah, Excellent. All right. Moving to our uh, celebrity gossip corner. Um, You know, Naomi Biden got married at the White House this weekend. Was anyone there?
1: I you know what? I didn't see any celebrities of note besides the Biden family. Yeah. Um, She is 28. Her husband is 25. And they both do or did law school. Yep. I don't know what they do now. They graduated law school. So, Now that's them.
0: Joe's granddaughter.
1: Yes, her father and... Hunter Biden. Ah. Ha- He's Naomi. a whole
0: Wikipedia page in his own right.
1: <laughs> I I went down a deep dive on the Hunter Biden Bo Biden situation. situation. I don't know if we can talk about it on the podcast cuz I'll go too deep and it's probably not the most appropriate time to air out <laughs> no one but it's rem- a remarkable you have to you have to go down that rabbit hole so for all the and, fans
0: out there go down the hunter biden Bo biden rabbit hole
1: yep and na- yeah so naomi biden and her husband actually live in the white house oh yeah which is something i didn't know they live above um joe and jill they're do very they close the apartment that um obama's mother Obama, lived in
0: yeah yes yeah. they do not barack's mother but uh, michelle's mother yes yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. That's, I didn't know that. That's kind of yeah. cool.
1: And it was a very beautiful wedding. It was covered by Vogue. They took photos of it. You know, it's a very yeah, vogue wedding. Yeah. And it was, it was nice. It was a lovely, I don't know, it was a wedding at the White House. So of course it's going to be nice. That's what it was. And it is what it was.
0: And Pete Davidson was not there.
1: Pete Davidson was not there.
0: That would have been funny.
1: <laughs> I would have peed my pants if he was.
0: Can you imagine if he were like the wedding singer for that wedding? <laughs> I know. Adam Sandler would also have been funny, but Pete would have been especially funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And what's his situation now?
1: He's dating Emily Ratajkowski.
0: And do we know who she is?
1: Yes, she is a model. She is an influencer. She is a podcast host. She is famous for being pretty. Um, and Let like, me ask you
0: this. Pete Davidson is not the most attractive guy in the world. He lives in his mother's basement. Yeah. You know, um, he gives off the sense of being emotionally a little bit unstable. How in the world does he do it? I mean, (laughs) Emily Radakowski, is that her name? And then before that, it was Kim. Kim. And before that?
1: It was Phoebe Dreyer.
0: And before that?
1: It was kaya gerber margaret quayley or kate beckinsale one of those three and before that it was ariana grande and before I mean, that it was cassie davids
0: now who knows yeah i don't know it feels like he's hitting way above his average but oh yeah i, I think it's, be off on that.
1: i think it's probably because he's just Like funny and kind in Hollywood, which I think is probably hard to come by. And I think that he understands that he's not going to be this, like, you know, he's not like self centered like a lot of Hollywood men. So I think that is part of the appeal for him.
0: Is he still hanging with Machine Gun Kelly? I don't know. I mean, we saw them, of course, at a basketball game a couple of years ago here in Denver. Yeah, we
1: did. We did see them in Denver at the Nuggets game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're still friends. I don't know. I don't. I I, it's hard to keep tabs on Pete Davidson because he doesn't use social media.
0: Oh, he doesn't.
1: No. So you have to go through back channels.
0: Ah, I see. see. Yeah.
1: It's hard to keep tabs on what he's
0: doing. Yeah. All right. Um, You know, we're at the holiday season. So let's talk about holiday songs and holiday movies i was watching a um, episode of the voice last night yep and i did not understand that blake shelton had produced a holiday movie what it aired on november the 26th i'm forgetting its name but it's definitely worth um a look and do you know that he and his mom wrote a book together
1: no (laughs)
0: Yeah, all this is coming out on The Voice, and, <laughs> you know, you, you almost have to watch it in order to keep track of his life.
1: That's incredible. So the holiday
0: movie is called, it's a, and it's a Hallmark holiday movie. Oh, God, it's right up our alley. It's right up our alley, and it's called Time for Me to Come Home. I'm sorry, Time for Him to Come Home. Time for Him to Come Home. First aired on November 26th. You can click on the Hallmark Hub tab on Peacock and play it instantly.
1: Okay. Do we yeah. have a description?
0: Ah, uh, let's see. It's about a young woman named Elizabeth who what? receives a mysterious message on her answering machine from an unknown man who's trying to win back his former love, much like Austin, a song. Uh, the story then follows Elizabeth's attempt to track down the mystery man and bring the two lovers back together while she searches for companionship herself. Yeah.
1: That's, I, that's a must watch this holiday season.
0: And I guess that's uh, a song on his Christmas album um, at, that his mom helped him write. Dorothy Shackelford is his mom. And he, she helped him write the song Time for Me to Come Home on his 2012 Christmas album.
1: That's yeah. I mean, Blake Shelton is a man of many talents.
0: I guess we're finding out he has more talents than we ever knew.
1: <laughs> That's I'm still so, I'm in shock. I love it.
0: Yep. Yep. So anyway, I, I want to make sure you had that going on. So yeah, it feels like that has to be the best holiday movie, although it, it's a current one. The best holiday movie of all time, however, yep. is a different discussion. Yes. And where, where do you sit in that discussion?
1: I don't know because I I feel like I'm gonna sound much like Catherine here, my younger sister, but I feel like Miracle might be the best holiday movie of all time.
0: It (laughs) does have a Christmas theme in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it (laughs) does. And I just I just feel like it's really good. I feel I elf is up there. I sometimes struggle with Elf. It can be a lot.
0: It is a lot, but it's just so darn good.
1: It is good. I don't know.
0: Watching it this past week with the snowball scene is amazing.
1: It's so good. Yeah. It's just it's like, you know, it's something that yeah. is just it it has aged phenomenally. I would say Elf's probably up there.
0: Of course, you can't forget Die Hard. That's a Die Hard.
1: Movie. That's a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I guess Love Actually, that was a huge hit.
0: That is a good, you know, that's a movie you have to watch a few times in order to get it. But every time I watch it, and I've watched it twice now, um, I enjoy it. It makes me really focus on the characters and character development or else I'll miss a storyline or something.
1: Yes, it's good like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, those are all good. Yeah. Those are all good. I have been enjoying, in terms of holiday songs, I have been enjoying John Legend's recreation of um oh gosh what song is it
1: baby it's cold outside Baby,
0: it's cold outside yeah it's much more appropriate than the old one
1: yeah that's a good song my favorite um my favorite holiday song right now is the little drummer boy from motown christmas just oh it's yeah you got it's got a good beat to it and you get to clap and yeah it's fun
0: All right, Maddie, check out your Twitter feed. What do you see?
1: Okay, let's see. It's probably going to be a lot of the World's Cup. That's all my Twitter feed is. It's just highlights.
0: The top of mine is from the Caddy Network. If a golfer hits a house on the course with their ball, who is responsible? Well,
1: when she, you, if you live on a golf course, you assume risk.
0: Well, that's not what the sign says. The sign says you, the golfer, are responsible for the consequences of the ball you hit.
1: <laughs> oh gosh!
0: That's kind of yeah. I think you have to have extra insurance. I wonder if there's an equivalent, like flood insurance, for living on a golf course. You have to have golf ball insurance or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Let's see. The top of my <laughs> the top the top of my Twitter feed is. Lance stroll enjoying his holiday vacation. Where is and he holiday? I don't even know. He's just somewhere having fun. And then it's the video of Messi stepping on the Mexico jersey. Oh, in the locker room. To? I don't know. I can't tell, but and then of course it's the Ghanaian uh head coach taking a selfie or Ghanaian coach taking a selfie with Sonny after they beat them. Yep. That was a violation.
0: That feels like a violation for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got the Christmas decorations up at home. Yeah, the they're looking really things good. Things are happening. So we're excited about that. Yep. And mom just sent out her Christmas list to remind all the, all of us to do the same. So I know I, I need to do that. The, that should be on the next on the next pod, Maddie should be.
1: Breaking down the best Christmas list.
0: Yes, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Okay, i okay. will put it down. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the What Suits You Podcast. My name's John Suter. My name's Madison. And Maddie, where can they find us?
1: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at what suits you pod. At what suits you pod. Follow us there. We're making content.
0: All right, everybody. Good night. Have a great one.
1: Bye.